He's the Lord. Say it with me. Faith believes. Faith believes. Faith speaks. Faith speaks. And faith acts. Say it one more time. Faith believes, faith speaks, and faith acts. Oh, y'all, some of y'all still not here. I don't know where your mind is this morning. I'm in church this morning. I'm at, I'm at 130 West College Street in Bowden, Georgia. Can some of y'all join me today? Amen. Come on. Faith believes, faith speaks, and faith acts. Turn your Bibles to the book of Numbers, chapter 13, verse 26. Numbers, chapter 13, verse 26. If you don't have your Bibles, you'll see it on the screen. Amen. We praise God we're able to put Scriptures on the screen now with our new computer. Can we give Jesus applause? Amen. Hallelujah. Faith believes... Faith speaks, and faith acts. That's our new series we're starting this morning. Hallelujah. Now when the, verse 13, verse 26, Numbers chapter 13, verse 26. And they went and came unto Moses and to Aaron and to all the congregations of the children of Israel from the wilderness of Paran to the Kadesh, and brought back word unto them, and said unto all the congregation, and showed them the fruit of the land. And they told him, and said, We came into a land where thou sent us, and surely it floweth with milk and honey, and this is the fruit of it. Nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in the land, and the cities are walled and very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Anak there, the Amalekites dwell in the land of the south, and Hittites and the Jebusites and the Amorites dwell in the mountains, and Canaanites dwell by the sea and by the coast of Jordan. And Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. But the men went up with him and said, Be not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. And they brought up an evil report of the land which they had searched unto the children of Israel, saying, The land though which we have gone to it to search it is a land that eateth up with inhabitants thereof. And all the people that we saw in it were men of great stature. And there we saw giants, the son of Anak, which comes of the giants. And we were in our own sight as grasshoppers. And so we were in their sight. Father, we thank you for the reading of your holy word. Father, we ask you for your anointing this morning, Lord, that you would fall upon us to receive and to contain and to understand. Father, we thank you this morning. We ask you to hide your servant behind the cross. Give us the anointing to speak the words of prophecy. Give us the anointing to speak the words of rhema words and minister to the hearts of your people. And let it change somebody's life this morning. Give us a life-changing word in the name above all names. In the name of Jesus, we pray. And everybody said, Amen, amen and Amen. Faith believes. Faith speaks. And faith acts. Fear believes. You need to write this down. Don't say this. Just write it down. Fear believes. 
fear speaks, the, faith does, the fear does not act. Let me say it again. You need to write it down. Fear believes, fear speaks, but fear does not act. Faith believes, faith speaks, and faith acts. Are you with me this morning? I don't want to lose nobody. Amen. This is not going to be a shouting from the chandelier sermon this morning. This is, this is a teaching anointing this morning. As pastors, sometimes I've got to teach the congregation. Can I get an amen? amen? Turn your Bibles to the book of Romans, chapter 5, verse 20. Romans, chapter 5, in verse 20. Again, you can look on the screen. Moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound, but where sin abounded, grace. Somebody say grace. grace. Somebody say thank God for grace. If it wasn't for grace, church, you and I would not be here this morning. Come on, if it wasn't for grace, this side of the church would not be filling up. Hello? If it was not for grace, you and I would still not be alive today. Amen? Amen? All right. Grace did much more abound. That as sin hath reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. But where sin abounds, grace abounds much more. Where the devil abounds, God abounds much more. Where sickness abounds, hello somebody, can you see where I'm going with this? Where sickness abounds, healing abounds much more. Where death abounds, oh, praise God, life, life. Is anybody alive this morning? Is anybody alive this morning? If, oh, if, if death abounds, life abounds much more. Where chaos abounds, the peace of God abounds much more. Where darkness abounds, God's light, oh, does much more abound. You see, Israel was carried back. They carried back the fruits of the land of Canaan. And they said, yes, it is a land flowing with milk and honey. They came back. The, the spies went out to spy out the land as Moses had commanded them. One from each tribe of the children of Israel. And they went out and they came back. And they said, yes, the land truly does flow with milk and honey. Are you listening to me? But, you see, somebody always wants to be a but. I tell you what, I'm going to go take this sermon and go down to the Baptist church and preach for them for a while. I think I might get a little bit more lively response. Y'all need to wake up. Y'all need to wake up this morning. Let's stand to our feet right now. Stand to your feet. Father, we come to you right now in the name of Jesus. The devil is trying to throw a wet blanket over everybody this morning. 
Nobody seems to have joy. Nobody seems to be happy. Nobody seems to be happy about their salvation this morning. I bind you evil spirits in the name of Jesus that's come against this congregation. I bind you evil spirits that has lied to them and told them lies. And I bind you in the name of Jesus. And what I bind on earth, Mr. Devil, my Father binds in heaven. I bind you on earth, my Father binds you in heaven. Therefore you are bound. I cast you away from this church. I cast you out of the minds of God's people. And I command you to leave 130 West College Street right now. In the name above every name, I command you to bow your power at the name of Jesus. Now can somebody shout amen? Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Help me preach this morning. Israel carried back fruits of the land of Canaan. And yes, it was a land flowing with milk and honey. But there are giants in the land. They believed the land flowed with milk and honey. But they did not believe God told the truth. Listen to the word. They believed the land flowed with milk and honey. They, they brought back the fruits. They brought back the vegetables. They brought back the, the big grapes. They brought back the fruit of the land. They believed God told the truth about the fruit of the land. But they did not think God told the truth about giving them the possession of Canaan. You see, the devil only wants you to hear half the truth. The devil only wants you to believe half of the truth. I got news for you. The devil can quote the scriptures better than you and I. The devil wants you to believe half of the truth and not all of the truth this morning. He doesn't want you to hear the whole truth. He only wants you to hear half of the truth. Oh, but I got good news. My God is not a man that he can lie. And if my God said it, it is yes and it is amen. And if God said He can give us the land flowing with milk and honey, then honey, you can take it to the bank. That God is able to let us possess the land that flows with milk and honey this morning. Faith believes. Faith speaks. And faith acts. But where fear abounds, faith does much more Abound. Faith believes all things are possible in Christ. How many of y'all believe that this morning? All things are possible. Do you really believe that this morning? Because the devil's going to tell you that ain't true. Amen? But all things are possible in Christ Jesus this morning. Faith speaks and releases God's written word into the spoken word. Let me say that again so you can write it down. Faith speaks to release God's written word, that Bible in your lap this morning, that Bible on the screen this morning. Faith speaks to release God's written word into God's spoken word. In the beginning, God said, let there be light. It wasn't just written, it was spoken. It wasn't just a thought in God's mind, it was spoken out of His mouth. In the beginning, let there be light. Let there be light. Faith speaks. Number three, faith acts like the Word of God is true. You want a simple definition of what faith really is? It is acting like God's Word is truth. 
I think I got three people with me this morning. Faith is believing as if God's word is truth. It is truth. It is yes. It is a man. It is truth. And faith acts because faith is action as if God's word is truth. You see, some people here today have faith for some of the word of God, but you don't believe all of it. Some of you want to believe the word of God, but the devil has convinced you that it's not for you. Some of you want to believe the word of God is yes and amen, but the devil has convinced you you're not worthy. You see, the devil wants to convince you not only that you're not worthy, but then he begin to tell you why you're not worthy. Well, that, that word of God is true. The devil will agree that word of God is true. Oh, but that's not true for you because you remember your wicked thoughts. That word of God is true, but it's not true for you because you know you used to be an alcoholic. So you know that word that word of God don't work for you. So the word of God is true. Oh, but it don't work for you because because you just don't have enough faith. You see, the devil is lying to us. The devil does not want you to believe the entire Word of God. He only wants you to believe half truth. Amen? Amen? Amen. Alright. Church, we need, to re- we need to believe and repent of believing the evil reports over God's report. You see, the children of Israel went into the land and came back and said, yes, it flows with milk and honey, but the people there are greater than us. And we are like grasshoppers in our own sight. Notice your Bible says, in our own sight. See, that's the problem right there. You're too busy looking at yourself instead of looking up at Jesus Christ. You're too busy thinking about your own limitations instead of thinking about the limitations of Jesus Christ, which are none. Because all things are possible with God. But they said that we are like grasshoppers in our own sight. And then they went on, oh, and also in their sight. You see, it does not matter what the enemy sees. The only thing that matters is what you see. Come on. Ivor, come here for a moment, brother. Come here for a moment. Use you for an illustration. You see, the, the enemy doesn't want you to see the truth. The enemy only wants you to see half the truth. The enemy does not want you to believe that the Word of God is yes and amen. Walk back to that door and come back here. Just as fast as you can. Come on. Come on, turn around and walk back. Turn around and walk back. That's good enough. Come on, walk back. Walk faster. Just keep turning around. Just keep going until I tell you to stop. Come on, we're getting our exercise this morning. Keep going. You see, Wednesday night, my brother came in here. The doctor then said he got narrowing of the spine. He got all kind of back problems going on. He's been, he's been walking around like this with his legs stiff for about how many weeks now? I don't know, maybe a couple of months. I don't know how long it's been. And he couldn't bend his knee. I said, I ever bend your knee. He said, it hurts. Keep walking, brother. He said, it hurts. I can't bend my knee. He's been walking around with his leg all stiff. But then he took him to the doctor and found out he got 
an MRI done, said he got narrowing of the spine. I said, that might be the doctor's report, but that ain't God's report. Come on, somebody. That might be the devil's report, but that ain't God's report. So Wednesday night, we brought Ivory up here. We laid hands on him, anointed him, Lord, because the Bible says in the book of James, but the elders are called together to lay all and lay hands on those that are sick. Am I, am I telling the truth this morning? Because that's the whole truth of God's Word, that we should lay hands on the sick, that the believers shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So we laid hands on Ira. He's still walking stiff like this. I said, Ira, stop walking around this church. Before I Lord, that brother was hard around the church and by the time he got about halfway around he started bending that knee oh he started putting it down come on somebody he started the Jericho march right here in the church brother Frankie got in behind him started doing the Jericho march with him I, I saw brother Frankie and I said oh you ain't leaving me out some of you others going right in we did a Jericho march right here in the church we could not keep up with Ira he was walking so fast Bending his knees. Come on, somebody. Come here, Brother Tim. Oh, come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Brother Ira, you're going to have a seat right now. But I want to tell you something. Thursday night, I picked Ira up. We took him home. And I know you did something Thursday night, brother. When you got out of the church van, you ran to the front door of your house. Did he not? He ran to the front door of his house. Bending his knees like that all the way. Don't tell me that my God's a liar. My God is true. Shut down for me, brother. Get back up. Do it again. Get back up. Hallelujah. Can you give God praise? You see, go ahead, brother. You see, brother Tim had something going on with his knees. I started preaching about seeing yourself healed, visualizing yourself healed, because faith also has vision, and if you can't see yourself healed, it will never happen. You've got to see the Word of God come to truth. But Tim came up here, he said, I want you to pray for me. I didn't even know what was wrong with his body's knees and all that. You see, he's an air conditioning heating man. He's got to get up and down all day long. And if he can't get up and down, he can't crawl up in your attic. He can't crawl down in your crawl space. He can't do his job. Therefore, he can't work. Come on, somebody. But he came up here. He said, I believe I can see it. I visualize my healing. I said, all right. I grabbed the anointing oil. We slapped hands on Brother Stone, Brother Tim. And praise God, you just saw the miracle right there. He's still bending his knees. so glad some of y'all woke up and joined me this morning at 1030 West College Street. Hallelujah. You see, God is still healing people. You let her shout with a pastor. Amen. You let her say amen. At least I got somebody in my amen corner. Even if it is a baby. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Leviticus chapter 20 verse 24. Leviticus chapter 20 in verse 24. Now we've already read numbers in what they said. Now look at Leviticus chapter 20, verse 24. But I have said unto you, ye shall inherit their land. This is God speaking. And I will give it unto you to possess it. I'm sorry, did your King James Bible say that you got in your lap. 
that I will give you the land to possess it. Does your Bible say that? Because my Bible says that. God is speaking to, the, to Moses, speaking to the children of Israel. He said, I'm going to give you a land to possess it. Does your Bible say that? Now somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but your Bible should be saying, matter of fact, your Bible don't say that. You throw that one out and get one that does, because you might be reading the wrong translation. Amen. To possess it. A land that floweth with milk and honey. I am the Lord your God, which have separated you for other, from other people. I am the Lord your God that separated you from other people. Look at what it says. So God's telling the children of Israel, telling Moses and the children of Israel, that there's a land out there flowing with milk and honey. I'm going to give it to you to possess it. It is going to be yours. That is your land. Now go back to Numbers chapter 13. Numbers chapter 13, picking up at verse 27. And they told him and said, We came into the land where thou sentest us, and surely it floweth with milk and honey. And this is the fruit of it. Nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in the land, and the cities are walled and very great. Moreover, we saw the children of Anak there, the Amalekites, dwell in the land of the south, the Hittites, the Jebusites, and the Amorites dwell in the mountains, and the Canaanites dwell by the sea and by the coast of Jordan. And Caleb, oh, praise God for Caleb. I wish I had a Caleb in the church this morning. I need a Caleb, amen. I need some Caleb's and Joshua's in the house this morning. And Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once and possess it. Look at what he says. Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. But the men that went with him said, we are not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. And they brought up an evil report of the land which they had searched to the children of Israel, saying, the land through which we have gone to search it is a land that eateth up the inhabitants thereof, and the people that we saw in, in are men of great stature. Now we're beginning to understand why Israel just couldn't walk into the promised land. Because they only believe half of God's holy, good report. Instead, they brought back an evil report. You see, the devil went to the promised land with them. The devil went on their little hiking trip. I can just see these men with their, maybe their backpacks on because they got to carry, they got to get something with the food. And maybe they had some big old baskets and they show pictures of them carrying them big grapes. I saw pictures of Israel today. Oh, they got, you're talking about grow, growing some grapes. My Lord, they can grow some grapes over there. I, I've seen grapes big as, I mean, a whole cluster of grapes get as big as a man. And you got to carry them on, on them sticks. And I can just see two men with them long sticks and them grapes just flowing on there as they're carrying it back to the camp of Moses. And I can just see them coming up. But see, the devil went to the, went to the land with them. You see, wherever you go, you can rest assured that the devil ain't too far behind. He's always going to be walking somewhere where he can see you. Oh, you might resist him. You might rebuke him. And he'll get away from you. Oh, but he's never too far away that he can't see where you are. 
And so maybe, maybe he was a mile or two behind them, I don't know. Maybe he started out a mile or two behind these, these men as they were going to the land. And these men were spying out the land and they saw the land. Oh, they, they said you flowing with milk. Well, there must have been some milk cows is all I can say, amen. Because milk will come out of a rock, amen. There must have been some cows and goats there that they saw that they saw some milk flowing, amen. Maybe it wasn't cows, maybe it was goats, amen. But some people drink goat milk, amen. But there was some animals there to give milk. Can I get an amen? So they saw that. And you can imagine when you begin to see the things of God coming. And you see, well, I read about this. I heard God speak on the mountain. He said, a land flowing with milk and honey. Oh, look at those grapes, brother. Oh, look at those animals, brother. Oh, look at those trees over there. Lord, I could climb up in that tree and eat an apple right now. Praise God. I mean, we just we can see their faces beginning to walk and their faith building as they're rejoicing in the Lord with Caleb and Joshua. But the devil went too far behind. You see, the devil let one of those big old giants walk out in the field. And the children of Israel said, Oh, look over there, brother. I ain't never seen a man that big before. My Lord, he must be nine feet, ten feet tall. My goodness, look at the size of his, his hand. His, whole, his hands would cover my entire chest. Oh, look. Oh, he's got somebody. There's a whole tribe of them. They're all tall. That was the smallest one we just saw. Look at the other one. He's even bigger. You see, that, that fear began to speak to them. And now the devil's not a mile behind them. Now the devil's right up there. He's close enough to touch them. And he said, hey, you thought that was big. You ain't seen nothing yet. Come on, look at these walls that these giants are building. And the devil begins to take them by their coattails and lead them through the land. But Joshua and Caleb were the only ones that had faith in God's word. And by the time those men got back to Moses, they were so full of doubt and unbelief that they gave an evil report. I'm trying to help somebody this morning. You've got to tell the doctor to shut up sometimes because he ain't nothing but evil reports. You're going to have to speak to the light bill. You're going to have to speak to the water bill. You're going to have to speak to, come on somebody, to the mortgage bill. You're going to have to repeat these evil reports that we keep hearing about because the devil's talking to you. Right. You see, the devil's talking to you and you don't even recognize his voice. I'll tell you something I've learned recently. Is that when you go on a fast, you begin to understand and distinguish between the voice of the devil and the voice of God. Amen. Amen. So you go on a fast and the devil will cook a meal for you and bring it to you. What are y'all laughing about? I'm telling you some gospel truth. You see, when you go on the fast, the devil will come up to you. Brother, I just felt by the Lord pull out the wallet. I want to give you this $50 card to go to Longhorn. I just felt moved by the Lord to give that to you this morning. That wasn't the Lord, that was the devil. Come on. So when you go on the fast, you begin to understand and hear the difference between the voice of the devil and the voice of God. You don't believe me? Go back and read about Jesus in the 40, 40 days and 40 nights in the wilderness. And the devil came to him and began to tempt him. Amen. So the devil will talk to you. He will tell you only half truth and get you in doubt. And you will start doubting the word of God. Now let me go back to my question. How many of y'all believe that all things are possible with Christ Jesus? 
I hope you believe it because you're going to need that kind of faith in this day and time. Amen. That's the kind of faith that's going to get you through. But if you're tossed to and fro, James says you're an unstable person. You're tossed to and fro every wind of doctrine. One day you're over here, you ever know anybody? One day they're on cloud, they're on top of the clouds. Hallelujah, praise God. Oh, God is so good to me. And then just the next day you see them and they're all scrunched over. They got their lip poked down to here. Hey, 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 brother, what's wrong with you? Uh, yesterday you were shouting and praising God. Oh, yeah, but my doctor just called me. Amen. You know, you can talk somebody into being sick. You sure can. You sure can. You can talk somebody into being sick. Oh, brother, you just don't look good. Well, how do I look? Well, you look kind of pale in your face. Well, I didn't see it this morning when I was shaving. I looked just fine. Brother, you, you're starting to sweat a little bit. You ain't got a fever, do you? Lord, I hope not. I don't think so. Do you think I got a fever? Y'all go get the thermometer. The brother thinks I got a fever. Well, brother, you're not in pain, are you? Well, now that you mentioned it, my little toe been hurting, started hurting as soon as you started talking. I think it's starting to run up my leg. Oh, brother, you don't look good at all. You, maybe you need to go lay down. You know, I think I might need to lay down too. Oh, yeah. Some of y'all listen to the devil so much, y'all let him talk you into being sick. You've got to learn the difference. Somebody says, oh, you don't look so well this morning. He says, praise God, I feel fantastic. And looks don't mean nothing. Amen. Amen. Go ahead and tell them beauty's only skin deep. Come on. Looks don't mean nothing. Feel fantastic because I've been God's word. You see, they believed half of what God told them. They believed it flowed with milk and honey, but not the word that said they could possess the land. In other words, they were calling God a big fat liar. Amen. Come on. When you refuse to believe God's word as yes and amen, you are saying that God is a liar. When you refuse to believe the holy word of God that you got there in your lap is yes and amen. And every word in that Bible from the maps to the book of Revelation to the table of contents is yes and amen. If you don't believe that, if you find things in that Bible you don't believe, you're calling God a liar. Amen. You can't say amen. Just hold your stomach and say oh me. You see the word of God is yes and amen. Let me go back to my three, my three things. Faith believes, faith speaks, and faith acts. When Ivor started walking during the Jericho march, I said, Ivor just started walking around here. And when he started walking, guess what? That was act. He acted on the command that we gave him because we just prayed for him. Then the moment, listen, if he had refused to act on God's word, if he refused to say, Pastor, I'm not going to walk because my leg hurts. I'm going to go sit down instead of walking. Guess what? He'd still be hurting and in pain today. If Brother Tim had to say, well, I'm just going to wait till I feel God before I bend my knee. He would not be bending his knees today. 
You see, that's, that's the problem. We want to. When I feel God move, that's when I'll move. I want you to turn to that page in your Bible and show that to me in writing right now. When I feel God move, that's when I'll move. Oh, but I want to make sure that, that, that it's God's will to heal me. You know, sometimes the Lord just allows us to be sick so He can teach us something. You know, sometimes the Lord don't want us to be healed, Brother Tim. Sometimes He just wants us to be in sickness and in pain so He can humble us down. How many of y'all believe that? Those are lies. There's nowhere in your Bible that says that. Your Bible does not say that God puts sickness on you to teach you something. Your Bible does not say it is against God's will for you to be healed. If it's against God's will for you to be healed, why are you being a hypocrite going to the doctor and taking medicine? Ooh. Pastor, take his boots off. He's stepping all over my foot right now. Amen. God loves you. He wants to heal you. He wants to save you. He wants to give you peace. He wants to, he wants to give you a life that's flowing with an abundance of happiness and joy. How in the world could Tim do his job if he couldn't bend his knees? Amen? Come on. You see, we've got to realize what we believe. Is it lining up with God's holy word or is it not lining up with God's holy word this morning? If you don't believe what God's word says yes and amen, then there's a problem in your belief system. Amen? Some of y'all say, well, this is hard preaching, brother. Well, it's still the truth whether it's hard or not. We got to make sure we believe what God's word says, regardless of the situation around us. Amen. Regardless if we are walking in the manifestation of the miracle or not. Just because you're not walking in the healing does not mean that God's a liar and he don't heal. Just because you're not receiving a financial miracle in your life does not mean that God don't care about you and does not provide finances to His children. You see, the problem is never God. It's always us. That's what I was preaching. Some of y'all need to go back to our YouTube channel, Bowden Church of God YouTube channel, and you need to re-watch being in the permissive will of God or being in the perfect will of God because we dealt with these things. We must repent of our sins. And guess what? Doubt and unbelief is sin. If you don't believe God's Word, it's sin. That's what it is. Doubt is sin. You cannot be in doubt and not be in sin. Because you cannot be in doubt and be in faith at the same time. And anything outside of faith is sin. Y'all need to write that one down. That was a good one right there. Amen. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. 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 Faith believes, faith speaks, and faith acts. Smith Wigglesworth used to walk up and down his aisles, he platformed. Y'all heard of Smith Wigglesworth before? Great healing evangelist of the 1800s. Lived in England. Great, great man of God. Raised the dead. They said he had over 20-something people in his ministry raised from the dead. Now, he was a very unique fellow. He did some very odd things. There was people that would come up for his healing line and he'd really he'd punch them. You came up and said, the doctor said, I got a cancer right there. You better watch out. You're fixing to get punched. 
He would literally take his fist and punch them in the stomach. Now, Lord, if I did that to some of y'all, y'all be trying to go get some rope. Y'all be calling my state bishop. Y'all be stringing me up the time he ever throw me in the corner to the state bishop arrived because I punched you in the stomach to get you healed. This one little lady came up. She had cancer and he punched her. She slapped him back. And then about three seconds later, she realized that she had been healed and she came back to the preacher and said, I was so sorry. I didn't know what you were doing. But when you hit me, it left. He had a very unique anointing. And he would walk up and down the platform of the, uh, of the sanctuary and he would, for 10 minutes, he would say, Faith acts! Faith acts! Faith acts! Faith acts! Faith acts! Faith acts! You gotta put action with your faith because faith acts! And then he'd say, The first one that comes to the altar is healed. They'd run over one another like a stampede trying to get there. Amen? If I said the first one comes runs to the altar is healed this morning, y'all just look at me like deer in the headlight. What's he saying? Come on. I'm trying to shake somebody this morning. I know I'm being a little bit, a little bit hard and a little bit unorthodox, but I'm trying to shake somebody to their core this morning to grab a hold of faith. Because you need some faith this morning. Amen. One last scripture. Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 15. Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 15. We're going to close with this one. We're not going to be able to end this today. We're going to continue on. Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 15 says, See, I have set before you this day life and good and death and evil. In verse 15. Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 15 through 20. In that I command thee this day to love the Lord thy God, to walk in His ways, and to keep His commandments, and His statutes, and His judgments, that thou mayest live and multiply, and that the Lord thy God shall bless thee in the land where thou goest to possess it. But if thy heart turn away, so shalt thou, wilt wilt thou not hear, but shalt draw away and worship other gods and serve them. I denounce unto you this day, that ye shall surely perish. And ye shall not prolong the, long, the, day, the days of upon the land, whether thou passest over Jordan to go to possess it. I will call heaven and earth to record this day against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessings and cursings. Therefore choose life, that both thou and thy seed may live. That thou mayest love the Lord thy God, that thou mayest observe, obey his voice, that thou mayest cleave unto him, for he is thy life and the length of thy days, that thou mayest dwell in the land which the Lord swore unto thy fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, to Jacob, to give them. Choose life, church. Choose life by believing God's word. Choose life by believing God's Word. Don't give in to doubt. Don't give in to unbelief. Don't give in to fear. But choose life today by believing that God is yesterday man and His Word is truth. Everybody stand to your feet this morning. Father, I thank You this morning. 
Father, you meet us where we are. Father, I thank you this morning that you've allowed your presence to be strong in this church this morning, God. I thank you this morning, Lord, that you have allowed us to come together one more time under your grace. Father, I pray this morning, Father, that your people will hear and become a doer of your word. Father, I pray this morning that they will begin to put words into action. That they will begin to use their faith and speak words of faith. That they will begin to perform your word, to act upon your word. Just like Caleb, God, raise up a generation of Caleb's in the land today that say, let us go up and what? And possess the land. Lord, give us that kind of faith today. Let there be a Cana kind of faith this morning that says, let us go up at once and possess the land. Father, I give you praise and honor and thanksgiving in my heart. Lord, as I pray for your church, as I pray for this congregation, Lord, that they will hear. I rebuke you, devil, you lying spirits that try to steal the word of God from their, from their ears. I rebuke you, lying spirits that try to steal the word of God from their hearts as the word of God is like a seed being planted right now into their hearts. I rebuke you devils that try to steal that word. Father, I feel like I've been plowing the field all morning. Father, I, I, I feel like we've been plowing the field from the worship until now, God, and we've been plowing the field trying to remove the stones out of the field. The heart of your people are the stones, God. The heart of your people is a soul. Lord, that you would remove the stones of doubt, the stones of unbelief, and give your people a heart of flesh. Give your people a heart, Lord, of belief that we believe in you in these last days, God. Lord, you said, before you come, you asked a very important question. You said, King Jesus, you said, when I come, will I find faith? Father, I pray that you do. I pray that you find faith right here in the Bible Church of God. In the name of Jesus, we pray. And everybody said, Amen. If you need special prayer this morning, if you want to stand in the gap, if you're sick in your body, these altars are open. Come up here. We'll anoint you with oil like we always do. Is there anybody here that needs special prayer to anointed this morning? Want to stand in the gap for a loved one? Sickness in your body? I, I find it amazing that we, we preach about healing and we preach about faith and yet so many people still go out the same way they came in. In the name of Jesus, Father. Don't let us go out the way we come in. Would it be anybody else this morning? She's standing there for Sister Gail this morning. Y'all reach out hands of faith this way. Father, in the name of Yeshua, in the name of Jesus, Father. Father, we pray right now, God, for a Holy Ghost anointing and pour it out upon Sister Gail's knees. Lord, if you kept swelling your leg right now in the name of Jesus, Lord, that you will speak to her, God. 
Father, Lord, that you would bless her right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we give you praise, we give you honor, we give you glory right now. Lord, let your healing anointed flow, God, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, Father. Lord, we thank you right now. We thank you, Lord, for that complete healing in her body. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Oh, You know, the problem, Sister Elaine, and that doctor, and all those doctors and all those tests, they're limited people because they just people. But all things are possible with him that believes. All things are possible. God can restore your heart to 100%. God can restore not just 80%, 100%. God can give you a brand new heart without even opening you up. Let a heart begin to grow inside of you right now. You believe that God can touch you? Let those hands in the air this morning. Father, in the name of Jesus, we speak life in this heart. We speak life in this heart in the name of Jesus. It will start beating correctly. It will beat on time. It will function correctly. The electric, oh, the electric part of the heart begin to, begin to function correctly in the name of Jesus. We speak to this heart. We speak life. Life. Life in the name of Jesus. You foul spirits that try to torment my sister. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. You lying spirits that don't you to live like this for the rest of my life. Those are lies. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Jesus! We rebuke those lies right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Receive it. Receive it right now. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Hallelujah. Faith speaks. To say I got a new heart. Because faith speaks. Faith speaks. So I got a new heart. Amen. And I got the word about Sheila. I said, God, I do not want to watch Larry go through another loss. I said, God, it ain't right. No parent should ever bury a child. No parent. It happens. It's unfortunate that it happens. It's devastating. I said, the Lord has already lost one son. I said, I, I don't, do not want to see this, God. I said, Lord, you told King Hezekiah, you give me 15 more years. I said, Lord, give Sheila 15 years. Let Sheila be the one that goes to bury Brother Larry's funeral, not the other way around. Because I believe that's what you want. Am I right? You want her to come to your funeral, not you go to hers, amen? Brother Michael Bue called me. The preacher that's coming, he called me about this time. I said, oh, Michael, pray with me. I need somebody to agree in prayer. How many of you heard about the prayer of agreement? Jesus said, where two people agree is touching anything, it shall be done. We agree. God started moving. 
God started moving. She's at home right now, praise God. She's at home right now, and it, it is, the healing is not finished. I'm believing for a complete healing because she needs 15, and I don't mean 15 bad years, I mean 15 good quality life years. In the name of Jesus! In the name of Jesus! Oh, yes, yes, yes. Touch her, God. Touch her right now. Touch her right now, God. In the name of Jesus. Fifteen good quality years, God. Give her life, life, life. Life to those organs. Life to those organs right now. No internal bleeding. No liver disease. No internal organs. No bad kidneys. Oh, good kidneys. Good organs. Body, the mind of Christ. Call her into the sanctuary, God. Call her into the sanctuary right now, God. In the name above every name. At the name of Jesus. Yeah. Oh, hallelujah. All things are possible. Am I right, Jan? All things are possible. Am I right, Brother Frankie? All things are possible with God. Am I right, Julia? All things are possible with God. All things are possible with God. Do you hear what I said, Andrew? I said, all things are possible with God. He's going to stand in the gap for Brother Josh. His son Isaiah told me he'd been having some, some chest pains, am I right? That's what Isaiah told me Thursday night. Father, in the name of Jesus, we speak to his chest right now. Whatever that is, that's hindering Josh. Whatever that is, that's I rebuke that anxiety in the name of Jesus. I rebuke that stress in the name of Jesus. Anxiety spirit, stress spirit. I command you to leave his body. I command you to leave his house. I command you leave his property. I command you leave his family. In the name above all names. No more stress. No more anxiety. Healing. We speak healing in the name of Jesus. Healing in his body right now. We speak life. 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 Life in his body. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Oh, Shanda Oh, here I am, Lord. Say that. Here I am, Lord. I'm yours. Use me. Use me. I'm alive. Use me. I'm alive. I'm full of life. I'm full of health, and I'm full of prosperity. I'm full of the anointing, because I'm full of God in the name of Jesus. Let your anointing flow from your head to your toe. Lord, begin to do eye surgery right now. Begin to correct her vision. 
begin to give her 2020 eyesight right now in the name of Jesus. I rebuke that cataract. I rebuke those vestigials. I rebuke every eye disease in the name of Jesus. Give her a perfect eyesight. That should be independent. That should be an independent woman in the name of Jesus. She don't need nobody to guide her. She don't need nobody to take care of her. She lives on her own and will continue to do so in the name of Jesus. Oh, teach her to be humble before your eyes, oh God. Teach her to speak your words of love and grace. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Glory, 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 glory. Angel went to the eye doctor. You know, you go through the eye doctors, it's time to kind of get your prescriptions renewed, you know. She always had a stigma in her eye. Stigmatism. Stigmatism. Has anybody here ever heard of somebody getting a stigmatism healed? She didn't even pray about it. Didn't even ask the Lord to do that. They went to the eye doctor. And the doctor says, you don't have a stigmatism in that eye no more. It ain't there. It's gone. It's got records of it being there. But it's gone today. And not only that, she's seeing better than she used to, so he had a week in the prescription, praise God. Hallelujah! God is a good God. He even heals things that we don't even ask him for. So, you know, I used to have a problem on the bottom of my heel, and my wife would tell you I used to get out of bed and literally hop to the bathroom for about two minutes, I would be in excruciating pain. And then the more I walked on it, it would just ease and I would go on my day. I asked the doctor one time, I said, what's causing that? Oh, she gave me her, her idea. It didn't mount to the middle. Uh, it didn't mount to nothing. Told me what she thought. I said, Lord, you got the power to heal that. I'm tired of waking up like that. In Jesus' name. Amen. What about my business? Didn't think no more about it, Bonnie. Until months later, all of a sudden I woke up, went to the bathroom, and it hit me. You didn't, you didn't hop. You didn't have no pain this morning. Walk around in that foot. It was fine. Praise God, He healed me. And I didn't even realize He healed me. Sometimes the Lord will heal you, you don't even realize that you've got the healing because you're just living life. And all of a sudden you realize, hey, I used, I used to hurt back here. I don't hurt back here no more. Amen. God's a healer, Brother Al. He can heal that back. Come here, Brother Al. Come here. Come here. I've been speaking to my back. To my back. It's not been wrong with me that bad. Speaking the word. You remember you said you didn't want to be on all that pain medicine. I would have rather make none of that medication. I need to be delivered from the addiction of it. When I get through this, my back's not hard. The addiction can keep. Amen. I don't want to go over through those. Thank you.
So my daughter got addicted to pain meds. And the weird thing is, she was like, you're, you know, you're going to be addicted. And I'm like, no, I don't need them. I don't even have a, I don't even crave them. I didn't want them. I didn't need them. And then as the Lord healed my body, we got to where I couldn't handle So now they give me medicine for surgeries. And I'm like, you got to give me like the lowest dose you got. They took my gallbladder out, they gave me fives, and I had to break those in half. And that's the lowest one there is. Because I could not handle it, but it was enough to do what it needed to do. And so I'm just letting you know, the addiction, you don't have to accept it. Just refuse to accept it. Tell that demon of addiction, you ain't got no place How many people here this morning are in chronic pain? And you got too many pill bottles to take. You got too many pills you got to take a day. I hear there's people that take 20, 30 pills a day. If anybody here wants to be delivered of all those prescriptions that you got, would you come up here with Brother Al that? Brother Al brought up a good point. A lot of those prescriptions will get you addicted. They'll get you addicted. I'm literally down to one pill in the morning, which is potassium. Three pills at night. One's for my heart, one's for my cholesterol, and one's just to keep me and it's the mildest doses of all. Uh, I won't go above a certain dose. And the Lord, I was taking 10 pills a day. Five in the morning, five at night. That's exactly what I take. Five in the morning, five at night. Y'all get y'all's hands of faith this way. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, we speak to his back in the name of Jesus. Lord, we speak healing, we speak life. In the name of Jesus, any demonic spirits that try to torment my brother by inflicting pain upon him, we rebuke you in the name of Jesus. We bind you on earth, we command you to leave. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we speak life, we speak healing. By your stripes, holy God, by the stripes of Jesus, he is healed today. Healed 2,000 years ago. Let him receive, receive that healing right now. In the name of Jesus, we rebuke the addiction of the pills. We rebuke the prescription of those pills right now. In the name of Jesus, let him come off of all those in the name of Jesus. Set my brother free from all those prescriptions in the name of Jesus. Set my brother free from pain in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, let receive, receive, receive the deliverance right now. Receive the anointing of the deliverance right now in the name of Jesus. Yeah. All right, brother. Faith speaks. Faith speaks. I'm here. Faith speaks, my back don't hurt. I've been speaking that. Faith speaks, I'm coming off all those drugs. Amen. Amen. Faith speaks, faith believes, faith speaks. Now what's the next one? Faith acts. Acts. All right, what would you normally do that would cause you pain? Moving around. Working. Working. You're going to see me working this week. All right. <laughs> Action. You're going to be working this week with me. Amen. Amen. We got a project to do, don't we? That's right. We got more than that to do. Amen. Amen. Thank you.